0: Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Tomlin. And
1: I am Michael Tomlin, and we are your hosts.
0: We encourage and equip girls, ministry leaders, and families in knowing their identity and calling while cheering them on to start making waves for Christ in their homes, communities, and world.
1: It's a joy to bring some encouraging and thought-provoking conversations that will help you navigate life and start making an impact everywhere you go as well as walking out at home. We have some amazing guests that make an impact, all while walking out their faith in a practical way.
0: Before you hear today's conversation, I want to ask that you would leave a five-star review and share this episode with at least one friend that you think might like this or need it.
1: We'd also like to connect with you on Instagram, at Inc. All right, let's get on with our conversation. Hey guys, welcome back to the Waves Ministry podcast. We are on episode eight of season seven, talking about relationships redefined, and this is, I would say, a highly anticipated episode as we're talking about marriage, and um, we're super passionate about the topic of marriage. Uh, I think we have a great marriage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, in on that topic, I just, I'll, I'm going to get right to it.
0: Wait. I'm Caroline Tomlin, and this is Michael Tomlin, by the way. If you haven't caught up with us before, that's who we are. We're the Tomlins.
1: By by now, you should know. (laughs) If you don't know, shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) But what has been the most surprising thing about being married to me?
0: Well, you know, whenever I think about uh, just whenever people talk about getting married and all the things that they encounter once they get married and transitioning from dating to engaged to married... Um, there's so many things that come up and you always hear about how the first year of marriage is the hardest and how like, it's hard because you're learning how to like share a sink together and share a bathroom together and do the dishes and all that stuff. And I think about, and I mean, honestly, I didn't grow up living with men at all. Like my dad, like my parents divorced when I was five and my mom never remarried. And so, you know, for me, like. I never had brothers, never had men in the house. I've never lived with a dude, so I was like, "How is this gonna be?" And I was a little, I was like a little bit like, "Okay, this could be a challenge. Let's see how this is." And I'll be honest with you, being married to you has been easy. Yeah. Like, I think that some of the things that um, people talk about that they often like argue about or yeah. or have anxiety over whenever they first get married. We just haven't had those issues. Mm-mm. So I think it's been almost surprising to me that I've been able to kind of just mold with you that it, mm. the, the things that I thought would be an issue have been a non-issue. And so that's been a huge blessing. Like, that's kind of surprised me because I've been like, what are all you guys fighting over? Like, I don't understand.
1: Yeah. So. And, and, and and I would agree. I think just how easy it's been. You know, mm-hmm. I had, uh, you know, I was married 12 years before. Right. And, and so... And, and being married to you, it feels like, I mean, it, it's, it, you got divorced for a reason. I mean, it's, it's, it's night and Obviously. day. And so it, for, for me, it, it really is like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. Like this, what? Like, I'm like, <laughs> where were you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. But <laughs> I get that. I get so, that. So in talking about marriage, like we need to go back to the basics of what is marriage to begin with? What is marriage in the natural? What is natural? What is marriage in the supernatural?
1: So, marriage just is a covenant, right? Right. right? The the Bible. Which talks. we talked
0: a little bit about that last episode. Yes. Right. Yes.
1: And it's and and it's the two becoming one flesh, right? And and becoming
0: I th- one in everything, really.
1: Everything, and so I think that if we can understand what does oneness look like, mm-hmm. um, you know, what is that like? What is God? scripturally speak over, over that right? right you know when i think of one like i'm like i think of literally like yeah you have your own preferences yeah you have your own your own there's yet yeah, your, your own individual absolutely right but in the same but you do every decision is made together as one right. flesh right you you never allow the little foxes to come in and spoil That's right, right? It, it you always come back together as one flesh
0: That's right. And I think about with marriage, like just a little review on what covenant is, is covenant is, um, it's, it's really a agreement between two people and Mm -hmm. God. And whenever that covenant is broken, when somebody turns back on their word, Mm -hmm. basically you, it's not like you can just go like, okay, new day. It's like, no, the covenant has to be completely re-restored. If you go to the scripture, like you have to almost rewrite up the contract, redo everything, to restore the covenant, and it's mm-hmm. like it's between two people and God, and and so like that's what a covenant is, and I think in the natural like marriage, um, looks like doing life together, yeah. um, but with God, yeah, and that's where I think many people get really frustrated with the world and what marriage looks like, mm-hmm. because they're expecting marriage in the world to look like covenant, when in reality most people in the world that get married don't even have a relationship with God, correct, and so they're expecting. For this marriage to look like something of God when in reality they don't know God to begin with. Right. And so it's like, well, that's not even like, that's just a contract, right? Right. And so whenever we go to the question of what does the world think of marriage, I know for me, I'll mm-hmm. go on and answer the question. I think a lot of people think that marriage in the world is literally just a contract between two people, it's right. a piece of paper. Right. And, and for, and like if you've seen, um, I will be honest, like there was a podcast that I listened to by Mike Todd years ago um, that really just changed my perspective on that because Mm -hmm. it was like, Oh, like I'm getting frustrated with family members or with friends for not doing things God's way. And then I realized like, they don't really have the same relationship with God that Mm -hmm. I do, which is okay. Like that everybody's in process. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I can't expect that their marriage would um, hold up to the same standards that I would expect if they're not walking with God. And if they don't see marriage as a covenant, if they just see it as a contract. But what do you think the world thinks of marriage?
1: So I think of it similar, right? Business partners. Right. Right. You know, I hear of so many people who are un- That who are like, oh, there's, get some tax write-offs and some, there's some tax, <laughs> there's some good things for. I, I know people that have stayed married for taxes. Yeah. It's crazy. But, uh-huh. but, but. For health insurance. But how, what Dumb. is it? how come, what quality of marriage do you have if that's what you're like the bible paints a picture of marriage and and it's all it's perfect it is the it is it is mirroring the uh the 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 christ in the this church right right the it's crazy to me that i'm like okay if we want to see how marriage is done read the bible well culture says that's you know that that's too, you know it, it's there's it, it hurts my heart to hear how marriage has been so watered down mm-hmm. and and there's been so many things that have taken place. Why do you think 50% of the world ends in divorce? Right. Uh, uh, marriage is in the world because you don't we don't follow what the Bible teaches. And so that's why we were here talking about it because it's important to know like what is the scripture? what is what does the word say? about marriage.
0: That's right. So the word, whenever you look at what the word has to say about marriage, marriage is a mirror of our relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like it is the most intimate relationship you can have. Um, You are one in every way in the same way that you say yes to Jesus and Jesus being in your heart. Mm -hmm. Like suddenly like you are it's almost as if being married to God. Yeah. It's an, like when people go get baptized, it's an outward symbol of what's going on in their heart. In the same way that a wedding ring is an outward symbol of what's happened inside of our hearts. Right. And so it is a mirror relationship of the earthly relationship. Um, I think about in the word where it talks about um, like two becoming one flesh and that they leave their father and mother and they cleave to one another. Right. Like that's biblical. Mm -hmm. Um, You think about um, in scripture, like there's a whole book called song of Solomon that literally marriage. Yeah. That's that. That's all it's about. It's about relationship and and it's about intimacy. Um, And so there's so many things that are said. There's, I know there's a few other scriptures you wanted to bring up too.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I, when, when I read the word and I see what the Bible is, is specifically saying, right? Um, I think about how the, the, there's a command from the Lord that says to um, love your wife as Christ loved the church and laid down his life for it. And then it says, wives, submit to your husband as it is an, uh, honoring and fitting into the Lord.
0: But here's the thing. It's easy to submit to someone that will literally lay their life down for you.
1: But but let me but let
0: me clarify. (laughs) And they're following the Lord. But let me clarify.
1: Submitting doesn't mean saying I'm less than.
0: No, that's that's not what that means. Everything that they say.
1: And 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 I think that term has this like negative connotation. Absolutely, it's been
0: abused in the church. It has
1: been because that's not what it means. It's not. I'm not saying Caroline, you must do everything I tell you to do. That's not what that if you is. You know me,
0: you know that wouldn't fly.
1: Right. Or if you know me that I wouldn't do that.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. So so
1: for, for me I, I like when I see that I'm like okay. So now this this is kind of a this is a little bit off the cuff. When you when we're talking about submitting, okay? What what do you what picture would you paint when you hear the word submit in the context of marriage?
0: about, um, whenever I think about submission, that sounds like such, because it was so negatively used Mm -hmm. in in the church I grew up in, Mm -hmm. honestly, um, and I've seen it abused in the church culture and the church world, um, I feel like a lot of people have had such a negative connotation. But when I think of true submission, I think about a yield sign. Mm -hmm. Um, You know how like whenever you see oncoming traffic and there's a yield sign, it's like you have the go-ahead As long as you look both ways, right? Right. And it's like, to me, it's like, I can make plans, but I submit them to my husband and go, hey, this all right? Like, I feel like this is important. You're good with me doing this, right? Or, um, you know, hey, I really feel like we should give money to this. Um, This is what I feel in my heart. I'm just going to... Tap and check in with you, right? But the thing is, is he does that with me, uh, yeah, because absolutely. Because he honors me, right? And, and so, absolutely. like, that's the thing. Like, I think about a yield sign because it's just like, okay, God, I'm going to yield my heart yeah. to you. I'm going to yield my life to you. Um, there's even a song about that. But, but I think about yielding and just going like, okay, I'm going to just pause and and check in um, with my heart and mm-hmm. make sure that I'm one with you as we move forward. Absol-
1: I totally agree. I think there, it's like you just said, it's easy to submit to somebody that you know is following and hearing the Lord. Right. And, and that as, as leading the, the fat, the family, the household, um, it's, it's easy to say, Hey, le- um, you know, so, right. um, exactly. uh, what is now the word, uh, we've been talking about, you know, what the word says, but what's the, what's the purpose of marriage? Why does God, Talk about it.
0: You know, I think the purpose of marriage is it's to reflect Jesus. Like, ultimately, it yeah. is to reflect Christ and His yeah. church. Like, the way that Christ laid down His life for His church and gave His life for the church, and mm-hmm. then the church worships, and not just worships, but serves and does things on behalf of Him. Yep. Like, that. that is the purpose. But then I also think about the purpose of marriage— Like, it's to glorify God. Like, every marriage, just like every person, has a mission and Mm -hmm. has a purpose that God has given and ordained for that couple, Mm -hmm. right? That it's like there are certain things that I would say are in our arsenal, in our tool belt, that we have total authority over. There are certain things that we are gaining authority over right now. And it's like there are things that it's like, man— That couple, like their purpose, their assignment on the earth is to do this in their marriage. Like whether it be raising up disciples in your home, you may have the next Billy Graham in your home and you are having to steward that kid right? That that kid is bringing down fire at school, right? Um, You may have the purpose in a marriage that you two are called to go to the nations and you're called to rewrite the Bible into another language. I think about a couple that um, were professors at my university and how they translated um, the Bible into um, Ugandan. And it's like, they literally, their life work was going to Uganda and translating the Bible into Ugandan like what a cool mission for that That's couple, so nice. right? Like I think about um, couples that uh, they are called to marketplace ministry where they are called to go um, make lots of money and then pour lots of money into nonprofits, right? Yep. Like we have dreams and visions in our hearts that are like so much bigger than we are. Totally. And you have to think about it. Like God has placed those things in our hearts yep. um, and not just in my heart, but in his heart. Mm-hmm. And, and whenever we came together, we went, oh my God, you too that's amazing yep now let's go do it right and and so i think that's one of the things that oftentimes people forget is it's not just to serve one another yeah um it's to serve him and it's not just to be self-serving and that you have somebody to cuddle with every night even though that's nice um but it's ultimately to give god the glory and something bigger than what you are yeah and 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 uh, you know what about you the
1: bible says he who finds a wife finds a Good thing and obtains <laughs> favor from the Lord.
0: Amen. And
1: listen, if you, now you haven't heard me pray a whole lot, at least yet, not yet anyways. but I'm telling you, I pray for favor all the time. Yeah. All the time and in everything I do. Favor in business, favor in ministry, favor within the community, favor within my family, favor with... I mean, I, my God, I want favor everywhere I go. Favor
0: and wisdom.
1: And that's that's my two things I always we pray always for.
0: I always ask for that. Because
1: I want to be wise in what I do, but I, everything I want to do, I want the Lord to touch and give me favor in. Right. That's good. So, so for me, I'm like, i to find a favor of the Lord because i got a wife. You know? <laughs> and But that's like... But when I'm thinking the purpose of marriage I'm thinking like okay Lord I want favor as a man as a husband I want favor so there's one thing right to go on top of all the things that you've said because all the things you've said is totally in line with what scripture says right well whenever you think
0: about like how do you choose someone to marry because ultimately who you marry is a choice right like it is a choice like um, favor is one thing you would want to, you would want somebody that also wants the favor of the Lord right Mm -hmm. but how do you choose like who to marry
1: well so we can do a few things right and you know i think that i'm let me contrast two things the world versus a, a biblical rep okay the world's gonna say well she's pretty he's cute we get along we kind of like the same stuff we're compatible on
0: paper you look right good.
1: right like <laughs> like the we're compatible uh, that drives me nuts because I'm like, marriage. You need to be a lot more than just compatible, homie. Yeah. Like, I'm just being <laughs> honest with you. It's true. It, it, compatibility it, it don't mean that much. Just because you both like sushi, so um, you
0: actually might need someone that balances you.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Crazy thought. Biblically,
1: <laughs> biblically, okay. I, there, there, there's a lot of tools that I think are are, are important to be aware of. Right. Um, are do your values align? Right. Do you believe the same things? Um are they a believer? How about how about we start there? Are they a believer? Right? Um, do they believe the same stuff as you biblically, right? Because you and I probably wouldn't be married if you believed m- musical instruments weren't allowed in church. <laughs> I'm just like, right. like that. It wouldn't work. Right? If as no. we
0: have like instruments all in our house. Which is cool. Like if, if
1: that's what you want to believe, that's cool. But that's not what I believe, right? right? And so just contrasting that, like I'm just making an example there. Um, I think you wanna um I, I think people your 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 close friends, your family, your mentors, they can kinda guide you, right? If everyone's saying, Hey, this is not a good idea, <laughs> they probably have the best interest in mind. If
0: if they probably know you the best and know that like Hey, not a good plan.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I know both of us have had times in our lives where we have had family and friends and mentors all speak up and say, maybe not your best idea. And we both ignored it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it led to heartbreak. It did.
0: Like both of us have had that experience. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like, if all of them are putting up red flags, you might want to not like keep cruising past them. (laughs) <laughs> right like running in like red you line. don't know
1: what you're talking about you <laughs> don't
0: know him like I know him like yeah. that is the biggest lie from the pit of hell that I've ever heard. but they know the, you because they know you yep um and he may not know you the way that they know you
1: exactly. exactly and and
0: they and he may not know you the way that God knows you and knows what you need. yeah I tell Michael all the time that God gave me what I wanted and what I needed yep. Because here's the thing, like some of the things that are in Michael Tomlin, I just need it. Yeah. Like, and and you need somebody that's being fashioned by God. Because it's one of those things, like I remember one time whenever I lived in Alabama, I was dating this dude and I swear we both lied. And I've I've told this on stage before, but like he lied and said he loved going to church and I lied saying I like to hike. And what i really meant was i like to hike a couple times a year and what he meant was he liked to go to church a couple times a year <laughs> what i i like to go to church daily yeah. he liked to hike daily do you see how we were not like compatible here and it's like there are simple things like that that it's like hey if you and your homie only you and the guy you're dating only want to go to church at christmas and easter cool y'all are equally yoked Yep. I mean, y'all are on the same page. Yep. Like, you only go to church at Christmas and at Easter. But if one of you is wanting to go to church every single Sunday and the other one only wants to go at Christmas and Easter, you are going to be
1: miserable. It re- you really will be. You really will be. Um, you know, the, so some of the other things is, you know, uh, we talk about a lot of this stuff in some like, in the engagement uh, episode. Um, But there was something that you said in that episode that I want to bring back to surfaces. If you have to say, is this my husband? Is this my wife? And they're probably not. You don't have to question whether it is or whether it's not. You just know, right? I can't
0: tell you how many times I've sat down and gone, Lord, is this my husband? Like, like, and it's like, if you're having to really like, Mm -hmm. they're probably not it, honestly.
1: No, no, So, We've been married for a little bit. Yeah. What's been the hardest part of the marriage and what's been the easiest part of the marriage?
0: So I'll start hard and easy. Okay. Um, I think the hardest part of marriage is when you come to grips with the reality that there is a real enemy, Mm -hmm. the devil, Satan, that is out to steal, kill, and destroy your marriage. When you come to the reality that there is a real enemy that is out to destroy marriage—not just your marriage, but marriage in general—he's wanting all marriage done. Like when you come to that realization, you're like, "Oh, he didn't leave me alone just because I got married." Like (laughs) he's still there. It it intensifies, and there's like a target on your back because suddenly you're reflecting the glory of God together and suddenly you're mirroring Christ in his church and he does not like that. He wants the church corrupt, he wants broken families, he wants broken homes. Yep. He wants us miscommunicating with each other so we can't miscommun- so that we can't communicate with the enemy. He wants us at odds with each other so that the enemy doesn't get back, you know, get pushed back in yep. a world. Like he wants he wants marriages off focus so that that way they can't do what their assignment is. And that is what I see is like the hardest thing is when you realize like, oh my gosh, that is rude. Like you can't have my home. You can't have my husband. You can't have my children. You can't have my family. Yep. You can't have my life. Yep. Like when you realize that you're like, uh, uh-uh, not today, Satan. That's it. um So that's a hard truth to walk in and live in. Mm-hmm. um In the same way, when you first get baptized, you think like, oh yeah you did it, it's like boom you know and, and it's like that that is just that's the reality yeah um the easiest part of marriage i think for me the easiest part of marriage to you is honestly like we're equally yoked. yeah and, and and to me that is the easiest thing ever that like we start our mornings with prayer every day
1: yeah
0: every day and not and prayer separately but prayer together yeah and and i can trust him like i trust you and if he, if I wake up and, and he says, you know what, Caroline, I think we need to fast and pray on X. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, let's do it. If I wake up and I'm like, I think we need to give to that nonprofit or to that church. He's like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Like knowing that you can trust that the other person hears yeah. the voice of the Lord and knowing that you can trust them, like it is the easiest thing, trusting you and spending time with you. I don't get bored with him. No. Like. We we can go on road trips, be together for hours and hours, days and upon days. And I don't get tired of you. And, and that's mm-hmm. and a lot of people would say, Well, that's newlywed stuff. Listen, we have not had the normal challenges that no. newlyweds have had. No. That's just reality. Anytime yeah. you marry into a blended family, yeah. um, or you have a blended family, it's not a normal newlywed season. It's not. Like it's not. We had to cancel our honeymoon. Like there's hard things we've had to encounter. Yeah. But the reality is I wouldn't trade any of it. He is amazing and I love being with him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would agree with the hardest part of a marriage because that kind of is a blanket over a lot of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hard, because I, if, if, if I get outside of just our marriage and kind mm-hmm. of what I've heard as a whole is there is some there's some pains in becoming one flesh. Right. Totally. I, I I and 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 I think that sometimes we focus it, the small things can get focused on, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes people don't get don't talk about certain things, right? They don't talk about their finances before marriage in depth like they should. Right. Right. Um. You look at the top three reasons why married couples get mm-hmm. divorced. Right. Finances, sex, and kids. That's the three top reasons why those of are all divorced. big things and they're huge things and, and 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 i mean like one thing you and i talked about or er, when we were dating was you asked me you goes do you would you want to have another baby and i was like yeah if i mean yeah. if that's what the lord wants totally absolutely and 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 but that was a big that was a negotiable doesn't negotiable for you like you were like yeah i want i've broken a baby. up with dudes over that so so that is an example of how that stuff is a big big deal so I think outside of – now, that's not us. Like, we don't have right. those issues. But but when I hear other people talk, like, those are all real issues that that destroy marriages. Right. That we, you got to be They're able to communicate and, and make sure before you get into that marriage that you're on the same page on those three topics, okay? Easiest part, baby, <laughs> being married to you is just natural. I love it. You're, you <laughs> are my absolute best friend. You yeah. are um, – all that i've needed and wanted you're all that i've prayed it. for and more mm-hmm. and so um i think that <laughs> being like i love just being married to you um the easiest part is she's my best friend i can go wow. days on days and never get tired of hanging with you i'm, I'm like like if i don't hear from you for like 2 hours i'm like
0: hi are you okay i love you <laughs> I I'm the same way. And this
1: is just me.
0: Like daily life. This is
1: just me. And And I
0: do that to him. Yeah. Totally.
1: So, uh, that's what I got. So, (laughs) so
0: what are, so knowing that there are hard things with marriage, that there are easy things with marriage, Mm -hmm. like what are some practical ways to keep your marriage running on all cylinders?
1: So I have a couple of things and, and, uh, when we were when first got married, even when we were engaged, I, I I would talk about this because I I I'm a firm believer in what I'm about to tell you. Okay, number one, pray every, pray every day. Spiritual intimacy is a huge component. And listen, it gets awkward praying in front of your spouse if you've never done it before. There's like, do I pray short? Do I pray long? What if I am not great with my words? And what if I'm not this? Like, listen, I'm an a pastor. Like, <laughs> but. But we pray daily, literally, yeah. and multiple times a day. Like last night, we're sitting in bed, and I'm like, I feel like the Lord said we need to pray, and 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 like so we l- sat
0: up and for like thirty we, minutes. We'd sit we there sat and there and prayed, prayed.
1: like <laughs> like, and that's we also prayed that morning, and we like we pray often together. So number one, pray daily together. Number two, have sex as much as you both want, and if you have. <laughs> If, if, if that's where one wants it more than the other, go to counseling because it is a biblical mm-hmm. point. The Bible specifically talks and about it's wrong that situation. to withhold,
0: like biblically speaking, it is wrong to withhold unless you both agree to taking a fast yep. on that thing. So now, if somebody's got a physical issue where there's pain or something, go to a doctor. Yeah. For the love of Jesus, yeah. Yeah. get help. They're, like they're, that's a big part of marriage. But
1: but but, <laughs> but 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 pray often daily and have sex often. And I would say daily if possible. Yeah, I think it's important because it it's it's it, it's a picture of covenant. It's a picture of covenant and and we have to remember that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sex is covenant, right? You come into covenant. So if marriage is covenant, we want to go to that place, right? Okay. So um don't give up the dates. Continue I talk about and there's an episode on pursuit. Continue to pursue your spouse. Man and woman. Y'all pursue each other. Like do the little things. Do the do the cutesy things. But do the things that I'm like, hey, if you've had a long day at work and we're like, oh my god, I'm like, baby, let me order some Thai we'll and I'll pick up the house, right? Or like wh- I don't know, whatever it is, but like make out, try to outserve your spouse. Right. I can keep going, baby. Help me. I know. would
0: say, you know, one thing also is is just communication. Like, when in doubt, communicate. <laughs> like, it rather over communicate than under communicate. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, but I would say I'm a firm believer, and this is not a Carolina original, but I am a firm believer in the seven 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 rule. Mm-hmm. It's every seven days, go on a date. Every seven months go on an overnight every or no every excuse me every seven days go on a date every seven weeks go on an overnight trip every seven months go on a trip together, like yeah. a longer one yeah, and we practice that yeah. like we had gone more than seven weeks um we went to St Augustine just a couple weekends ago, and we've had that plan since like November and maybe december but like we had gone more than seven weeks and we were both like oh my god we gotta get out of town like you know you just could feel to, it you could feel it and yeah. it was just like we just need to get out of town no purpose in mind other than to spend time together to not have to look at the laundry to not have to deal with whatever's going on at home but just to take a break and to me i'm like go on a date it doesn't have to be a fancy smancy restaurant like you can literally go to the beach together. Like yesterday, we had a day date together. Yeah. We went to the beach for a few hours together. Great. And just, we didn't really, we didn't get on our phones. Like we sure. just chilled. And it was so nice. And so like you go on dates with each other. Go on overnight trips. Even yep. if it's just a one-nighter. Get somebody to watch the kids if you've got kiddos. Yeah. Like go for, even do a staycation. Something. so, I so think important. that people misunderstand It is cheaper to hire a babysitter and go on a date than it is to go through a divorce.
1: Yep. It's
0: true. I think it's important to go to marriage counseling. We go to marriage counseling every couple months. And it's just, we do that just to, I mean, listen, it's like rotating and balancing the tires of your car, getting the oil changed every quarter. You get your oil changed in your car, you rotate and balance your car's tires. Yep. It is cheaper to do that than to have a car that is completely broken down. It is cheaper to go on dates, to do an overnight trip, go to counseling every now and then, just to do a check-in, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, w'e good? Like, what's going on? Yep. Like, is the outside world going crazy? How y'all handling it? Yep. Like, it's cheaper to do that than to have a marriage that is completely fallen apart and you're having to try to resurrect it back to new life after covenant has been broken. Yep. Like, it to me, I'm like that is like rule of thumb.
1: Wow baby. That was spot on. We've, we've been, um, you know, marriage, marriage is something that I think we're, we're super passionate on. Um, Absolutely. We, you know, we believe in biblical marriage. We believe in what God says about marriage and, and, you know, I can think of the amount of times that I've talked with people, you've talked with people yeah. in regarding to marriage and, and the different things that we've, because we, we all have to navigate different stuff when it yeah. comes to marriage, right? And and everybody has different things that they deal with. But, but but if we you always go back to what God says and what are always things that we can do to continue to pursue, to outserve, to, serve to, right. to love each other, you know. You That's are, right. and I will tell you, you're an amazing wife. <laughs> you, you are. You are an absolute amazing wife. You know how to um, meet every need and more. Of, mm-hmm. of, of, of mine you i just i like i want everybody to hear me tell you just on, honestly how Thank of you. an amazing woman and wife you are
0: i love you and you're an amazing husband so if you're wanting to follow this amazing husband of mine or if you're wanting to follow me how can you follow us well for me mm-hmm.
1: mr michael tomlin for my lovely bride it's mrs caroline tomlin for waves ministry you can follow waves ministry inc on instagram on tiktok um. This I just I'm sad. I don't want the podcast to be over. I know. I'm
0: like I don't want this season to end. But guess what? We will have another season coming up. Absolutely. So um, we until then we are excited. Uh, just for you to maybe you need to rewatch this episode, share it with somebody. Um, maybe somebody that's learning about marriage or about to embark upon marriage, or maybe they're struggling in their marriage. Uh, maybe this will be an encouragement to yeah. them. So. Um, we hope that you and your relationships will start making waves. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast.
1: For more information about our ministry, check out our website at wavesministryinc.org and our social media at wavesministryinc on all social platforms.
0: Today we hope you will start making waves in your home community community.